0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Kim Chekio. Hello and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. I am here today with Travis Holland, who is the owner of Measured Values. So thank you for, for joining us today, Travis.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. So, tell us a little bit about your business.
1: Well, I own a real estate appraisal firm that um, we now have eight eight appraisers. Uh, seven are actually licensed, and one is a trainee. And I am one of the eight. Um, been in business since 2012, um, and I was actually with a large firm and did a real estate appraisals for ten years prior to that. So, I've been doing. A real estate appraisals for basically my whole adult life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, my business itself has, has grown organically. Um, I initially started it thinking it may be a one man show. Um, and it just actually never advertised to hire anyone. Everyone that I have hired, they have all come to me um, based word of mouth, uh, based off of word of mouth and, and uh, referrals, people asking if I'm hiring or if I would train them. Um, so it's been an interesting journey for the last uh, 10, 11 years.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, congrats on, on your growth. That's um, pretty incredible that people are coming to you. <laughs> that kind of speaks to uh, what kind of business you're running, maybe, you know, your leadership and reputation in your industry. So that that's pretty amazing.
1: Thank you. Um, yeah. We, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say yeah I mean, the culture here which I try to hire like-minded people and appraisers I guess um uh, just making sure that we were kind of growing together um and I never try to uh, you said leader and I was kind of cringed at that I guess I guess I would be the leader and uh I've always just thought of myself as part of the team you know and we're mm-hmm. kind of a a working growing unit that uh we were reflect off of each other but yes I, I it's pretty amazing the way it just kind of uh, grew into its own um company
0: hmm awesome so um how did you bring so you said you started with a big a bigger firm and that's where I guess you got a lot of your experience so how did you start your own business like what made you take the leap because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening that are in a similar situation and they're not really sure how to make that shift so tell us a little bit about how you did that or why you did
1: that? There there were a couple of reasons. The the number one reason was that where I was, there wasn't a lot of room for growth. Um there I had kind of gotten to where I was going to not have a ladder to climb anymore. And I asked specifically about that. And, um, you know, I was offered different avenues, but nothing to do with what I was currently doing in my career. You know, different different ideas, I guess I should say, that didn't have anything to do with my professional career uh, to make additional income. And I was like, that's not exactly what I was looking for. So um, at that point, I started looking into how difficult and complicated it would be to start my own business, um, along with the market at the time had really taken a pretty significant hit. Um, It it was right after 2010, Mm -hmm. when, um, you know, the the bubble busted per se on um, real estate. So at that time, I was doing less work and had more time to think about um, what I needed to do to get more work and or to try to sustain my career for the future.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Well, so can you share since you've been doing this for such a long time? Can you share any myths or misconceptions that you hear about your industry or your profession that you know you want to share with our listeners?
1: Myths necessarily. um, I think that uh, people sometimes are intimidated by the appraiser, and I try to make sure from a customer service perspective that we let our clients know that we're not scary. <laughs> we, we're, we are unbiased, you know, and we make sure that we're objective and all those things. But at the same time, we, we're not the bad guy um, we are coming in and trying to uh, provide services. But at the same time, that's, that's something that I've focused on with our company and everyone that I've trained and everyone that I've hired, I've made sure that we have someone who's going to be courteous and kind and, you know, respond to clients when they have questions. Um, that's something that I feel like in the industry, at least I have a brother-in-law that that worked out as a realtor in Oklahoma. And when he moved here in 2005, He said, we don't call the appraisers. (laughs) We don't speak to the appraiser. And I I understand where he's going from because, you know, from a legal standpoint, there's certain things you don't say, but -hmm. there's a lot of conversation and communication that we can have that's very helpful. And so I would like to get that across to a lot of the mortgage bankers and lenders that, you know, you as long as we're not talking about specific things that we can't mention such as value um, there's a lot of other things that can be discussed and are very, you know, pertinent and helpful to the situation. Um, so, yeah, that, I would say that was the biggest misconception is that we were, you know, kind of uh, unreachable maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, we're I can not. definitely we're see that.
1: <laughs> we're, we're here for you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um well, so when you're not working on your business and, um, you know, growing this team organically, what are you doing for fun?
1: Raising my children um, <laughs> really, uh, for fun. I do have a lot of friends in the area. Well. I'm- over where we're living in Virginia Beach. We've made a lot of friends since um, we came back here. We lived in Suffolk for a little while and moved back in 2014 to the area. Um, and so I have, my wife and I have met friends through soccer. I am the uh, soccer coach for Advanced Beach FC team. And um, a lot of the children and their parents have become friends and uh, friends in the local neighborhoods. So we spend a lot of time out. In the summer, specifically out by the pool or going on vacations with the friends in the area. A lot of time with family, though, honestly, we we spend we we go on probably two or three vacations a year with either my wife's family or one of my brothers. Um, so that that's where I spend the majority of my time. I really don't have a specific hobby. I try to play golf, but that's not. that's not worth mentioning let's put it that way um i'd like to play more um but that's not like a direct hobby we do a lot of cornhole and backyard games and things like that to have fun in the community
0: though awesome so where where are the vacations this year that you're taking with your family have you already planned them
1: every year we do an ocean city maryland trip um that is the like staple for the last I don't know, 30, 30 some years of my wife's um, family's oh, wow. life. And when, when I got in it, they, we continued it. And it's pretty interesting because even as all of us have grown and matured, we all continue to go and now bring the grandchildren. And, you know, so they, the, her parents, Cherish at the time, um, so that's one of them. Ocean City, Maryland, and then this year, actually, we're going with my brother and his wife. My just my wife and I are going to see um, Ed Sheeran. We're big fans oh, of Ed Sheeran, and we're going yes. to Nashville. So we're going to enjoy lots of country, good country music in Nashville, and the sights and scenes there, and get to see Ed Sheeran twice actually while we're there. So oh my gosh, that's
0: so that. fun! Yeah. yeah, I was um, I saw Taylor Swift last month and on the screen it said that Ed Sheeran I was in Philly and on the screen it said that Ed Sheeran was going to be there in two weeks and I was like oh my gosh I have I can't miss this but I wasn't able to go so I'm very jealous because I I just love him and I know that he probably does an incredible live show so twice that's that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. He, well, what? It, yeah. And his show, like you said, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty interesting because a one-man show. Like he stands up there by himself and plays, does all the sounds and all the things by himself. He
0: does
1: on a loop machine. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's one of the things that makes me appreciate him so much as the way he does that. But one of the, his, one of the two shows is not going to be that. He has like a whole uh, band behind him with the orchestra kind of thing because it's his new album. And it's just, he's going with a different approach, of course, trying oh. to change things up. But, yeah, uh, so they're two different, two different shows, basically, even though they're, you know, one's going to be his new album and one's basically a combination of all his old stuff. Oh,
0: that's so, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Well, so can you share uh, one hardship or life challenge that you were kind of faced with that, you know, looking back at it now, you can say, I'm glad that that happened, but probably in the moment you were not saying that. Um, What's something that, you know, kind of made you what you are today or brought you to where you are today?
1: Absolutely. Yes. So unfortunately it's kind of, it's a little bit embarrassing considering I'm a real estate appraiser, but uh, we were part of the bust as well, the bubble busting in the real estate market we had built in 2005, which wasn't the tip top of the market, but things were still relatively high for what, what happened afterwards. And so we lived in a, we built a nice home out in Suffolk area. And unfortunately the market tanked and dropped, and got worse and worse and we tried to hang on and say you know hey this is this is uh this is what we're going to do we're going to make it work we're going to figure it out and stay here and unfortunately that was a bad idea we should have sold when i thought about selling in 2000 or 2010 and we ended up staying until 2012 and at that point unfortunately the house was worth $150,000 less than what oh. we had in it. So um, I learned a very hard lesson there and had to lose a lot of, <laughs> a lot of money that I had invested in the home. Um, but it actually drove me, it's one of the reasons that I decided to um, become a real estate appraiser. Uh, I mean, excuse me, <laughs> not become a real estate, appraiser, become an owner of a real estate mm-hmm. appraisal firm, um, because it kind of drove me to an idea of, hey, I've got a you know i need to make more income i need more stability i want to figure out how to do this um, and it just kind of put me in a position where my back was against the wall and i didn't really have a choice financially other than doing something something had to happen um, that was going to um, kind of energize my income and it was what i knew and so that's why i went this route um, trying to start my own company because you know i figured <laughs> with 10 years experience what else am I going to use it for you know what else am I going to be able to start right now and have an instant amount instant decent income and something that can grow in the future yeah. um and and I'm sure there are plenty of things that I could use my knowledge for but it's just comfortable and so that's that's what I I, f- I feel like as bad as the situation was because we lost all that money on the house um and it was it was tough. I mean, because mm-hmm. we went <laughs> my wife and I went through that together. We had small children at the time. Um the, the twins were babies. Um and you know, we felt like we were uprooting them from their home and all that kind of thing. And so it was a big challenge. And we actually rented for a little while trying to figure out where we we're gonna go, which was a big you know, setback, we had already owned a few homes before that. So it was like, Ooh, we're renting now. Um, and, and that also kind of hurt, uh, you know, as, and motivated, um, which is what I found. It kind of motivated me to do what I did. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, I'm thankful for it, even though the struggle and I would have never said it in 2011 or whenever it was, I wouldn't have been able to see it, but going back now, it kind of promoted the situation that I'm in.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, I'm sure you learned many, many lessons <laughs> going through that, but yeah. yeah, you're right. Probably would not be where you are today without, without going through that. So, um, and you know, I'm sure with you being in the industry, it just gives you your own story and testimony to, to share with other people too, uh, you know, firsthand. Sure,
1: Even a real estate appraiser can make that mistake. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you know, the the market, and that's just it. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't control the market. So you never, I never look down on anybody for, you know, the market changing and them making a a decision and then the market happens. And then you've got to make another decision because you've got to, you got to make decision based, based on what the market's doing. You can't control
0: it. Right. So what is one thing that you wish our listeners knew about your business? And maybe you um, already shared it. I don't know.
1: I mean, well, we have extensive knowledge from my firm being so small. Well, I'm not so small. It's a, I guess it's a medium sized firm, honestly, because a lot mm-hmm. of appraisal firms are, are one person or two people. So um, but I just feel like our expertise, it's kind of amazing because um, four out of our seven appraisers have 20 years or more experience individually. So, I mean, we just, we have, we've all been doing it. A lot of us, half of of us basically have been doing it for the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. So like 22 years for me, I think another guy's 23, Um, you know, we've got a, we've got a lot of experience and that's very helpful um, just because we know the market and we, you know, we live in this market. We, we know the market we've been here. Um, we've seen the ups and downs of it, and um, I think that in combination with I would like for you know everyone to know that w- we do strive to be timely um, as far as service goes, we, we want to make sure if we have a contractual date that we get it in by that date or before, if any way possible, just to make sure everything goes smoothly for the transaction, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, And I mean, other than that, we stay objective and my big thing that I built, like I said, I I built a culture around customer service. So I really, I try to do my best to inform anyone in the, in the situation, as far as the clientele, as much as I can. Um, you know, legally <laughs> and mm-hmm. permissively to understand the appraisal. And I always let everybody know you can call me and ask me any questions and we'll go over it uh, once you get the report, especially for a private client, if they order something like an estate appraisal or for a divorce or whatever. And, you know, they're just not familiar with the form and the way we make adjustments. I take my time and make sure that all of our appraisers are the same. They will take their time to explain the whole appraisal to you, basically, if you need, just so you can better understand um, what you're paying for.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, um, having, having that team of people with so much knowledge and experience, like you said, and then going back to what you said in the beginning that, everybody came to you. I think that just does speak volumes about the type of business that you're running, the type of not just the service that you're giving to your clients, but then obviously also to really um, seasoned people that you know, appraisers in the industry. So um, yeah, I can see that you have a definitely a, a different culture. Um, so something to be proud of. <laughs> um, so what is okay, so you've been in Virginia Beach? since 2014
1: did you say yes we were yeah. here before and we left and went out to actually because of the firm that i was working for um we moved out back to suffolk uh, because i was covering that area for a while so i was covering suffolk and of Wight, southampton sorry when i was just an appraiser um and not an owner um i was covering that we still cover that area now but mm-hmm. um <laughs> all of us do but we cover basically all the time we're all seven cities and okay. the counties okay. um but yes yeah, so we lived in Chicks Beach, actually, for a while mm-hmm. um, prior to the babies. And then the twins came and we were like, oh, let's settle down. We were kind mm-hmm. of in the you know, fun part of Chicks Beach. And we were like, let's settle down and find a house and a neighborhood and all that. And when we did that, we moved out that way because that's where I did the majority of my work. And so um, we kind of came back to family in Virginia Beach in 2014. Yeah, okay. So been here, Been back since 2014.
0: And you're still kind of in kind that of- area. I don't think you're living at Chicks Beach, but pretty close to it right?
1: We're definitely Bay people for sure. Yeah. Yeah, We don't, we do a lot more Bay living than we do, um, than we do oceanfront, but, Mm -hmm. uh, we get, we get to the oceanfront every once in a while, but yeah, we, we like going to Chick's beach and, and hanging out in that area.
0: So what is your favorite thing to do or see or place to go in Virginia beach? Hmm.
1: That is difficult.
0: Or place to eat. Can
1: it be a restaurant?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My
1: wife and I really enjoy eating and, and, and mother too uh at dockside. I do a lot mm-hmm. of uh, lunch dates at dockside with my wife. Um, but otherwise, actually the beach and not necessarily just Cheeks Beach, but you know, Chesapeake Beach, um, out that way. My in-laws have a condo um off a of shore drive. And so we go there a lot and spend time with them because uh for, for one, it's a great parking situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but to spend time with family and that beach just seems like where I grew up going to Nag's Head. Um, it was kind of more open, chill, not as many people. And, you know, it's, I know they're not real waves out there, but I mean, I, I was never a surfer, um, or any of that anyway. So, uh, that doesn't bother me and it's just safer for my kids. And, and we just kind of relax and hang out at the beach. But I would say, um, those two are probably, really my backyard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Other than that, we spend a lot of time in the backyard. We have a pool and, uh, you know, a lot of my friends and, and, um, have pools, my family, my brother has a pool. So, um, and he also lives, uh, on Chesapeake beach. So it's, it's really cool to have all that access to the beach right from the house. You know, you kind of don't have to go find a place to park and drag all your stuff somewhere. It makes a big
0: difference. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we attempted to go to chicks beach, um, maybe the weekend before last and just drove around and we were like, you know what, let's just go home and go to the pool because this ain't happening today. Um, So yeah, it's tough sometimes out there. Um, All right. Well, so how can our listeners learn more about measured values? Where can they find you online or social media?
1: You can find me, uh, you can Google us. Um, you can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, alignable. I mean, pretty much anything, any resource that you can find on the internet, you can find us. Um, my website is www.measuredvalues.com. The name of the business measured values. Um, otherwise I always offer up, you know, to call. I mean, I, (laughs) I have, uh, my cell phone, out there. I know my wife doesn't probably appreciate that much, but I pretty much answer every call that I, that I get so I can help if I can. Or, um, so I, I kind of promote that. Uh, we, we are individual offices in our home office out of our home offices. Um, and that's not just since COVID, it was pre COVID.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, that, that was one of my um, strategies to building the business and being able to provide and share more with my appraisers. So, um, so all my appraisers' cell phones pretty much um, are available online. Um, and we do have a business number, um, and you can call the business number and and contact me at 757 745 9353. And that will roll to my cell phone, and I'll be able to answer any questions for you. But other than that um yeah that's that's about the way you're going to reach reach us is, is okay. uh is through the internet is the best way
0: okay and we will link all of that to the post with the podcast so that people can um easily find it so well it has been really nice talking to you today travis um, congrats on your success with your your one man business that has turned into a midsize business. That's amazing. That's awesome for you. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing your story on good neighbor podcast today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening to the good neighbor podcast, Virginia beach to nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show. Go to GNP, Virginia beach.com. That's GNP, Virginia beach.com. Or call 757-982-3690.